0: talk episode 11 today we've got dan from Murricane morphs on uh, Dan's dan's great guy's got a couple of seasons behind him really loves clown gene so if you're into the clown gene this is a great one for you um thanks for listening um and we'll kick it off with how dan got into the hobby
1: i, I started keeping panther chameleons in 2012 uh and i was i was breeding those And then in 20, I was going over to ham from 2016. Um, but before that, I've imported from America, I imported from camouflage creations Mm -hmm. with, uh, um, one of the biggest breeders, of Panther comedians in the world. Um, and then I was going over to ham because all of my stock came from Germany or, you know, just the continent. Um, but I bought some animals over from America. Um, but in two thousand and sixteen I went with my mate Ross, who was big into the comedians with me, and he brought his mate along, which is Adam from Balls. Okay. Um he's um he, he just went there and he just wanted to like, you know, get a pet. So he got a raw python and I've always looked at them as like, you know, keep them in a drawer, you know, there's nothing much to them. Yeah. But we're back at the hotel room and he got it out. And I was looking at it I was like, this is actually really cool. So like, I went home and I have done what, you know, I, I love to do and that was YouTube. And I started YouTube came across Brian Barcheck and and Billy from Mutation Creation. Like this was just late two thousand and sixteen. Um, and then with my comedians, I made all of the mistakes with that, like like I call it the Pokemon game where you just wanna catch them all. Yeah. You want all- localities, you want everything. So I kinda of got that out of my system. So when I thought well I'm gonna get a ball python as a pet, I wanna you know, get one. Um so next I went to ham. Um I was told that Mike Wilbanks was a big deal. So I thought well I like I'd like to you know get you know try and get the best example I possibly could and someone that I've been recommended to. So I got a banana pinstripe male off him and then my mate goes um you're gonna to want to breed these, and I was like, "Oh, best get a female then." So I picked up a a pastel vanilla female, um, and then I got home and I was doing loads more. You know, watching YouTube, and I heard about snakes and the fat man, so I was like binging all those from 2017. Then I heard about bullshit, and I was binging all those. Yeah. And I I I, I, I felt like I learned a lot from it in the way that you know the would way forward. Um. Don't just buy loads of mail. So I, I I done everything textbook from what I was hearing on podcast. I made all the mistakes in the comic. So I literally said, right, I really like clown, and I saw a banana clown. And I was like, I want to make a banana clown. Um. Obviously, I think these were like you know six seven hundred quid in like two thousand and seventeen, and yeah, I was already like, paying that, but I could get the ingredients and then eventually make it. So. At this point, I knew that I wanted to get recessives. I knew that I needed to, you know, just focus on females for now, which is all I did. And then I'd save up money through the year, and then I'd go to Ham for a weekend and just see what see what I could get. And oh, in the beginning, I was never bothered about getting the visual clown because, for me, a hep, it it's it's what it is, isn't it? Like yeah. you, it Ingredients to actually make the visual. If you're if you're in it for the long haul. You're not you're looking through your racks on day one and thinking like, "Look what I've got." You want to build up to
0: that. So, uh, yeah, I think I think heads are like massively sort of undervalued because yeah, realistically, 100%. unless you've got masses of money to spend, um, yeah. you can't get a powerful enough visual. No, but you can get a really powerful head. Oh
1: yeah, and it's of, obviously like. Brexit has screwed it up for us. Yeah. In a sense. Um. Like, like I, I, there was two reasons that I voted to remain, and that was my wife is South African Portuguese, so she's in on the EU passport. Now they're not going to kick her out. Yeah. Um. But you know, it, it it was an amazing thing for her to get over to the UK, and that's how I met her because she had an EU passport. Yeah. And then second, my passion, my hobby, relies on free movement between um you know continent europe and uk so there's two reasons for it but what i was finding with the chameleons is everyone was uh, i know this is morph talk but I, I thought i'd talk about the chameleons oh no no
0: it's, it's everything mate it's yeah
1: yeah yeah but um with the chameleons it's it's very different to the snakes because it's all about um localities mm-hmm. so you can obviously mix locality. So I like say you've got an Ambalobi and a uh, an Ambanja. You can mix them together. They're, they're the same species. They're just from different parts of Madagascar and they've got a different colour form. Yeah. But people in the chameleon world, they're quite snobby when it comes to mixing. And you, you make amazing males, but all females look the same. They're all very tan. Yeah, yeah. So you can't distinguish what locality the female is. So everyone wants to keep the locality pure. And I knew that if Brexit was gonna go, like go through, um, that there was only gonna be a finite amount of time before the panther chameleon hobby, you know, started going down the pan where we didn't have the free movement of Europe. Um, and when I was doing it from 2012 to, what, 2018, um, me and all like everyone in the hobby was bringing all their breeders over from Europe because they're all first generation. Wild court and someone related, and my friend Ross is back in it now. That I went over to Ham within 2016, um, mm-hmm. and he—he's he's, he's sh- like he's showing me all of these examples, and they're just so mixed up now. And and I, I had a feeling it was going to go that way. So when I got into the snakes and I, I got into it hard, I started slowly phasing out the chameleons, knowing that it was going to end at some point. Yeah. Um. Oh. So I've done it with my brother and um, we were known as Muzagasca. Um Obviously, <laughs> I, like, I like using my surname in my name, so I've got Mazagasca Murray and then Murricane Murray. Um, but uh, we, we sort of went our separate when ways when I moved further away and he got a new house because we were keeping them in. Um, I rented out a house and then when I moved out with my now wife, he took over that rent because uh, all the comedians were in the garage. So when he moved out, and with my job, I don't know where I am from day to day. I needed an animal that, if I wasn't around for a couple of days, I could think uh, yeah. It would be okay. And uh, chameleons just aren't that. You need some even, very, at the very least, you need to make sure the rain system's working every day. Um, so yeah, uh, that's when I got into the the snakes, and I've kind of lost my train of thought where I was actually going with that, but <laughs> <laughs> um, but. Yeah, so I think with the Comedians, I think, yeah, it, I, I, I jumped ship at the right time. Um, and that's when I got into the ball pythons. And that, that's what I was going to say. And that was the weird thing. With the localities of Panthers, and then going into the ball pythons where the world is your oyster, as long as it's not a, le- a lethal um, pairing, yeah. a lethal patient, the world is your oyster. But yeah. like, like obviously, like now it, they're saying it's not about world's first, it's about world's best. But it's yeah. pretty amazing that you know, it's been, you know, pretty huge for the last 20 years, 22 years, hasn't it? Since,
0: like, 99, 2000. Yeah, it's... It I, I think it's one of those things that people kind of uh, follow trends. And there was yeah. that there was that trend of codoms, and everyone was just trying to get as many codoms into as possible. And you had these, like, 6-7 six, six, codom, you know, that were, like, really difficult to ID. And then people started to realise... They don't look that great yeah 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 you know, if you if you stack too many you just wash it out basically and it, you you just end up with something that doesn't look that great so kind of less is more and then um and then obviously recessives really started to you know become the big thing yeah and yeah well that's the thing isn't it you know if you you know back in the day if it was like two grand for a normal pie that was out of a lot of people's price range so they would go the codon route um yeah. and you know and it was the same with clown and things like that and then obviously as time moves on um you know the price starts to come down and then obviously now we're getting into that double triple quad era you know <laughs> which is amazing yeah and-
1: because, like, leopard geckos and corn snakes, they've had that for years. Yeah. Like, you'll find, you'll, you'll be hard to find a corn, a corn snake without, like, a load yeah. of, like, heads tacked onto it.
0: Yeah. Uh, but what you're saying
1: about codons is you can put as many codons together. But it's the same as mixing paints. If you mix seven paints together, you're always going to end up brown, aren't you? Yeah,
0: yeah, basically, yeah. It's,
1: it's how it works. Yeah. So, like you say, less is more. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, it's, I suppose the difference is, I mean, I I, mean, I don't know whether we're going to end up, I mean, I, I think this is years and years off, but, um, you know, I don't know if we're going to end up with the same thing with the recessives. You know, if you make a quad recessive uh, and then you try and make a pent recessive, uh, then you try that, do you know what I mean? You could end up getting to a point where you end up with a similar thing with the recessives where if you add too many, it might not look as good as it did as a triple or a quad. Do you see what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, but like, that's the thing. Like, there's not many. Med- like, how many recessives are there that are actually readily available? Uh, like, if we're taking away, you know, the the lines of Azanti, so classic uh, Yeah, yeah. One. one
0: uh, oh. Readily available, probably. Yeah, or, 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 you know, what, what people actually want. I don't know. Pro- probably ten.
1: Yeah. So, like, like, straight away, I don't. Obviously, I think. As soon as you put azanthic into any, I love azanthic, but if you as soon as you put it into any recessive project, it wipes out the, the color of yeah. everything else you, you put into that. Yeah. Uh, so I I, I love azanthic, but you are aiming for the best black and white snake, ultimately, aren't you? Or black and silver.
0: Yeah, it depends what you do with it, though, doesn't it? Because, like, for instance, if you go clown root, um, we know that dg cleans it up yeah so obviously you've got a clown Azantic dg you can always take that further by making it a hypo yeah um so now you're a four
1: I'm, I'm a massive fan of
0: hypo yeah i do you know what i i i don't i i've got one het you know uh but because he's het for something else but he's double. you know he's double post triple het and uh, so he's got a hypo in there but i i keep thinking about it now and i keep looking at hypo recently and i i've I keep thinking I've really got to get into hypo because so it's, it's such an undervalued gene. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: It's I, it's. I, I do think like, I'm not going to turn around and say all hypos are trash, but the way that I do see it is, it's just a snake that looks constantly shed to me.
0: It, that's, that, it, that's
1: the way that I see, it. and unless you, you know, like something when you've got the like orange tones to it. Yes. I think I yeah. think that's that's really nice, but I think. Ultimately, if I had the choice between high Hypo or DG, it's going to be DG because I'm all about wanting to brighten things up. Yeah, and, and yeah. Not, not, you not know, mute, uh, mute the actual colour of it, in a sense. Y-
0: yeah, I, I think, to be honest, it's, it's a personal preference. I mean, yeah. um, I love DG. I absolutely love DG. But um, I think the things that I've seen this year have really swayed me. I saw a Fire Hypo Pied, uh, which was mad um obviously i saw the clown hypopide, which again is mad you know and i started to um and obviously hypo works really well with azanthic and things like that so it's I, I don't know i just i do see a resurgence of hypo i, I think it's i think no. it, it's gonna become <laughs> I'm, I'm, popular again you know if, if something catches my eye
1: it's not like i'm gonna i'm gonna be i'm gonna go back on what i said today and i, I might i may end up getting something um, and I'm glad. Like I think all
0: Morse deserve their their spot. Yeah. Uh,
1: and you know, I, I like Owen, uh, uh, an empire. Like I, I always rick him about hypo, and it's it's all it's all in jest. And and like I know that he's going to make absolutely amazing stakes with it. But you know, it, it's just it's just that one recessive that just doesn't do it for me. Um. He-
0: yeah, like I said, it has to be and it's the same as everything. Everything has to be the right combo. You can't just, you know, it's not like you've got a big pot and you just chuck whatever ingredients in it because yeah. you're going to make basically something's unedible. Um yeah. you it needs to be the right ingredients, you know, and if you make if you got the right things and I think hypo can be the perfect ingredient for the right, you know, like, you know, you know. And um you know, like for instance, I will still say the best adult snake that I've seen is that fire hypo DG that Justin has. I haven't, I haven't seen an, an another adult combo that looks as good as that does. Because let's face it, they, you know, not, there's not many combos that age well. No,
1: no, hundred percent,
0: hundred percent. And and when I saw that, you know, that's I think it's a breed of female. And it's okay. and it's it's insane. It's yeah. it's absolutely insane. If you had that as an adult in your rack, you would never want to
1: get rid of it. Well, that's the thing. You look on Instagram, and I'm not I'm not complaining, but you you, you really only see unless it's breeding season, you're seeing like yeah hairy yeah uh, males around eggs. You always see hatchlings up to four or five hundred grams. Yeah, because that's when they are best. And however much I love clown, I've always I always said that. I was only going to focus on one recessive because if you see behind me, I've got a tiny collection and I've always wanted to keep it small. Purely the fact the way that I look at it is every snake will cost you a pound a week to feed. You've got 10 snakes, 10 pound a week. It's not that bad for a hobby. Yeah. But it's so easy. When you can house them like this, Like I could easily put 40, 50 in here behind me. It'll be tight, but I could do it. But
0: that's 50, 60 quid a week. In in your rat bill. What what are you feeding rats?
1: Yeah
0: yeah yeah. see it costs me more. I feed ASFs. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm one of my best mates in the hobby, um,
0: Shadow, over at St Walls. hmm uh,
1: He like he's like strictly ASFs. Yeah. And I like um I'm actually uh, emigrating over to South Africa in uh, January. Oh okay. Um um what. The plan was for last last season and this last season being my first season, and this season is making as much power as I can, and I'm taking ten of the best animals over with me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, starting it back over there, but he's having all my old breeders. Okay. Uh, but um, yeah, he, like he is purely ASF, and you know, I'm, I'm like like Boss Rat have always like said there there is he's their best customer. And it's not like he's nicking everyone else's ASS. He needs those ASF. Yeah, he's got yeah. Big and
0: like yeah his freezer's worth a lot of money <laughs> yeah yeah i yeah i was gonna say i mean realistically even when i do an order um it's my average order is probably 300 quid Gee. um and i you know that doesn't last me that long no. you know um it's um if you feed asfs it's expensive it is expensive yeah. um it's just oh, you know they they love them you know, yeah. I d I don't um I it I don't like I said, I, I've never fed rats. I, I've done it a few times, um, like for the odd one that was on rats when it came to me and then I've switched it to ASFs, but um uh I, I think it's just because I don't have any problems with it. I don't have it's not broken. Exactly. You know, I, I don't I don't have that, you know, that everyone says like the, you know, the the thousand gram wall um Never had it. Um I you know and I and I, I like I said, yeah, I, I, I suppose because it works works so well, I just I you know, I I think I might do an experiment next season and see if I can get uh some females on rats and keep some on ASFs and see compare, see if there is any difference. But that'd just be like an experiment, to be honest, just to see. Because I've spoken to quite a few people that feed rats, and they they say they don't see a difference. But, um, you know, well, like, last season, being being my first
1: season, I've I've grown all of my snakes up from hatchlings. Yeah, uh, I, I haven't gone and bought them at, like adult females straight away. I, I, I've sat on it, and I would have had my first season uh, in two thousand and twenty. But when I moved all of my snakes over to my new my new shed nothing wanted to go so i had another year on top of that but so all of my females were first time and i had um 10 eggs from my firehead clown female in the first season That's good um, I, my straight clown female i had um 11 eggs and one slug um and this is this is from feeding rats, rats so yeah my, there's no reason for me to try something different i've got my spot nose head clown female um when she laid, like she was always a picky feeder, um, and she was about 13, 1400 grams last season, and she stopped feeding. And I heard on a podcast, like, chuck a male get one lock, and they start feeding again. And she did. Mm-hmm. She was like like smashing small rats again, and then she gave me um, three or four eggs. Uh, like, she was tiny, but when she laid, she didn't want to go back onto rats. And then Shannon gave me a uh, an asf and she took it straight away yeah and that's been on ever since so i've got you know i, I bought 30 asfs uh, I'm, I'm gonna have to uh, i'm buying another 10 off him uh in a couple of weeks because they're gonna be going but that's my only snake that's on ASFs. And i think that she looks lovely and lean and i can see you know like she's got really good tone but she she's not as no, my, my snakes aren't, you know, obese and, you know, they're, they're laying lovely clutches of eggs. So yeah. So I must do something right with the rats. But she, her, her body tone is a lot more athletic, yes. let's say, yeah. than being on ASFs. And, I, yeah, I think it's absolutely brilliant. But I think if, you know, people in America that it's illegal to actually have ASFs in their state, if they're having rats and having success, I think there's no different. I think I, th- I think it's a brilliant food source. Yeah. Um, but for the extra price tag, I had so much success last season. I I, I wouldn't change it up just yet. Now, in South Africa, ASF are, are actually like pretty much the same price as small rats. So why wouldn't I go move to it? Yeah, yeah. Um. So that's what I'll probably end up feeding out there. But over here,
0: um, what rats are working for me? Exactly. Yeah. Like you say, if it works. Why, why change it? Um, I, I, my my theory with it is um, I've actually I've got two females that are similar weight. They're both big girls. And one, actually, I bought as an adult. Um, it's the only adult female I've ever bought. She was on rats when she came to me. Um, I've switched her on to ASFs now, but she was on rats. And the other one, I've grown up since hatchling. And right. the difference in body condition between the two is massive um you know um you know obviously the asf one is is like pure muscle you know you can see she's she's like an athlete do you know what i mean but um my theory on it is if you've got a big female and you feed rats it's not going to make a difference
1: yeah
0: if you've got a small female like say you're going to start breeding her at 13 1400 grams ASFs are probably going to be a better food source for her through that breeding season.
1: Hundred percent, because, it's a, it's, because it's, there's, there's more nutrient. and it's got a lot more nutrients in it. Yeah, than,
0: yeah, yeah. It. So that that would be my only thing. If you've got a two and a half, three kilo female and you feed her on rats, that I think that won't make a difference. If you fed her ASFs or rats, but if yeah. you've got a small female and you feed her rats you might end up with maybe a small clutch or maybe some slugs if you feed her ASFs, you've got a better better chance of getting a. because i i mean i had a female last year and um i fed her ASFs. uh the same thing she was off food for two months and i said oh, do you know what i'll just chuck a male in and i chucked a male in and she started slamming food but she only slammed food for six weeks and then went off and right. so she wasn't that big. And so I thought she wasn't gonna go. Um, and I completely missed the ovulation. Um, and I, um, I even thought she'd reabsorb. So I moved her, moved her to a different tub. I moved her to a new tub. As soon as I moved her in the new tub, she started nesting. She laid five healthy eggs and they all hatched. And I honestly put that down to the fact that she was on ASFs for those six weeks. Did she bounce back for the following season? She was she weighed over fifteen hundred grams by the time her eggs hatched. And I didn't power feed her. She just <laughs> she just bounced back like really quick. So in fifty oh, I can't remember what it was, fifty-six days or whatever from okay. from laying, she'd put on uh, <laughs> over five hundred grams or something. It was it was ridiculous. You know, it was like, and 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 I do honestly. I say, again, I say it's the ASFs. You know that that, um, I you know, doubt it. huh? I wouldn't
1: doubt
0: it. No, uh, but that's what I'm saying. Do, do I think that would have been the same if I'd fed rats? No, I I I just I I just don't. Uh, but like I say, someone you know might disagree, and you know, and that's why I thought next season I might do a bit of an experiment and see, um, try five on rats, five on ASFs, and see. If there's, if there is any, anything different, um, just cause I'll, I'll have obviously the data on those females from the year before. So I'll see if it makes a difference.
1: One thing you definitely will find out is your food bill will come down in price. Hmm. <laughs>
0: definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, to be fair. Yeah. When, you know, um, when, you know, if I work out over a year, what I spend it on food, it's, I don't know. Probably, probably over two grand. Um, You Thank know, you
1: how much I spend it. To be honest, my whole thing is, um, obviously you said you lived in Kent. Um, I don't know when um, you, where, where are you now? Uh, Farmed away, aren't you?
0: Yeah, Surrey. Surrey? Yeah. So, um, have you
1: heard of Lost World Reptiles in Tenham?
0: Yeah, I've heard of it. I don't know if I've been there.
1: Yeah, so I'm I'm good friends with the now owner, and she was the shop manager for God knows how many years, and she bought the shop two months before COVID hit. Um, oh. So, not, uh, luckily, it was an essential business, so she could stay open. But it's still not the best time to, you know, buy mm. your first business. But I'm I'm good friends with her, and all of my um, pets last year, I I palmed off to her at a, 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 a low, lower price to you know help her out and I just said look all I, all I want is just to match uh, TSM pet supply prices um, and she was, she was completely happy with that so like all of my heads have actually paid for my collection for all of this year mm. and I, I made a lot of visuals as well um and to be honest it was very successful with the straight clown females I think I made eight or nine last season. And um, it seemed like nobody else was producing straight clowns. Um, everyone else was going into the doubles. So yeah. I, I, I felt like, um, yeah, they went, They went, I only advertised one or two, and they went within hours. Yeah. Uh, so it was absolutely brilliant for me, but it worked out in my favour because I always thought that um, like people always bash male banana clowns or banana
0: head clowns, like male makers. Uh, like they, they would rather have the female.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, like, the way that I look at it, especially if you've got a lot of het females that you want to make the visual version of, it is a very powerful male to own. Hmm. Because every single female in that clutch will be non-banana. and You'll be making your... like. For instance, I put um, my banana het clown... I- I've sold him now. But I put banana het clown to um, the fire het clown um, just wanting to make a fire clown female. And I done that. Um, I put him to my um, my straight clown female, and I think I got four clown females out of um, her, and three banana clowns, one being a female. So um, that 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 was obviously my holdback, and that was the you know the snake that I really wanted to make. And it was the same going down the list. Um, like I, I, you know, I made quite a few visuals using that male but the females that I actually wanted to actually further myself. Mm. Uh, so it really, really, like, really works out in your favour. Like, I don't pass on it. Like, if you can get, obviously, a visual banana clown for 350, 400 quid, because they're not going for a lot of money because people don't want that sex thing.
0: No. Yeah, that's true. But it's a very power.
1: it's a very powerful male to have, if you, especially if you're starting out. Yeah. Because uh, visually, I don't think you can really, beat a banana clown in a very simple combination. Like that's why it was the one snake I wanted to make. And then in my first season, I made a female. Um, so I think it is a, a really visually pleasing snake. So that would be always a great, you know, to sell as a pet snake. Yeah. And then, like, nine times out of ten, the females that you're making are going to be um, the non-bananas, which, you know, they're, they're, like, good to hold back or, you know, good to sell. So... I think
0: that's the thing there's there's still not been another codon that can beat the banana for just one one single codon no nothing's nothing's as impressive as a banana but I
1: really think that is the one combo that doesn't do DG, DG justice
0: no no and, uh, that, I, I I yeah I, I agree with that yeah that,
1: that really breaks my heart yeah so I, I my is I'm doing the straight clown female. I had. I'm doing a joint pairing with Eric Bynum over at um, Damn Cave Creations. Okay. Um, you know, neighbours Constrictors. Uh, Eric, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we, I'm using we're using his yellow belly hurricane to my straight clown, and I just I, I just want to get a male out of that that I can then put to my banana clown female to get it that darker, like get the darker patterning on it. Yeah. And try and put it into DG thinking that that might actually help hold the colour more. I think that's... Yeah. Like, or, or like, you know, cinnamon. Like, I think a, a banana cinnamon is one of the most striking mm. two-gene snakes you can possibly get. I think it's absolutely amazing. And you put that into DG, and I think that will really help it um,
0: in its longevity. Yeah, it's probably the only combo where uh, cinnamon's better than black pastel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, yeah, don't get me wrong, black pastel banana's nice, but it's not as nice as the... Banana cine, it's uh, you know, I think in any other combo I'd probably pick black pasta over it, but uh, not in that combo. It's definitely uh, yeah, it's it's definitely for banana. That's that's the best combo I've seen. I think I am try, trying to think. Is there anything else I've seen that's banana? Don't know. Well,
1: the banana hurricane what Dave Palumbo made? The,
0: yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. The hurricane Blade Clown, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that is, yeah, that is a nice
0: snake. Yeah, and obviously the, um, oh, what are they called? The Buna- the Batman versions. Oh, um. um the, Gotham. Um, is it Gotham? Or the Gotham? Yeah. Gotham? Yeah. And Scarecrow. Oh, Scarecrow, Scarecrow. That's it's what I'm so, trying to the,
1: the Batman version, and then uh, Banana Leopard is the Gotham. Or yes. Or the whatever you want to.
0: Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. But that's really nice. That's really, really
1: in my leopard head clown pairing, um, I made a, a leopard entry clown male that I've kept back for this season, um, and then I made a, a Gotham, um, which which went, and that's um, you know that was a really cool snake to make on my first season.
0: Oh, well, yeah, there's just not many around. No, no. Um, I think it was uh, Miguel said, didn't he? I think he did a video on it because he had one, and he said that people started saying to him, "Why have you bought one? They're really easy to make." And he said, "Well, show me another one." He said, "There's not many out there, you know."
1: That's a, yeah, if you, if you can't buy it, you've got to make it, haven't
0: you? Exactly. So, yeah, I, it, yeah. It's, it's. I think some people, it, some people just want to hate. <laughs> just, you know. So, so yeah. So mainly your collections based around clown. Hundred percent.
1: I said i always wanted to stick to one recessive and then when i felt like i was getting my feet into that and making some nice visuals i would then start getting a second recessive and i already picked up um a doncaster uh, in september i met darren stairs up there and i bought a pastel dg 66 percent Het clown uh from him uh, right. to put all of my clown females that i've made this season so, and if, if you go by the telltale signs of the heck clown, like the line on the tail and, yeah. and, and the bit on the back of the neck um, that like, butterflies off, uh, that, that, I saw that on the Miguel video. Um, if, if that is the case, then I'm really hoping he's 100%, and that's just going to propel me so far. Yeah. He, he's um, actually breeding at the moment um, because I've only got an educar male. Um, that I was going to be using this year but with the lesser het, I put them together once really early on in the season and I thought why am I doing a pairing when I've already got the snake out of it that I've already got because I hit a a, less, um, a lesser entry clown, female so I, it's, a, it's a repeat pairing that you know things are just going to sell and I'd rather make something for me so I've put the um, DG het um, D, uh, the pastel DG head to her obviously it's a head to head, if I do get a visual, but if I get a couple of like pastel clown females to take to South Africa with me, that's going to be absolutely amazing. Yeah, um,
0: yeah.
1: So yeah, I've I've done that, I've done that pairing. But he's absolutely phenomenal. But then you don't expect anything less
0: from uh, Boss Rolls. No, no, no. Yeah, Darren's collection's insane. He's uh, yeah. yeah, he's got some amazing stuff. Um, yeah, uh, I I was going to say a lot of people nowadays are so uh scared to invest in sixty six percent heads and things like that. And it's, I
1: it's two in three what, low oh well, one in two isn't it? Yeah
0: but the price reflects the gamble. You know if yeah. if you buy I, I think um I think I saw like someone selling like a DG sixty six percent head clown for like oh, I think five hundred quid um yeah, it would cost you three grand for a hundred percent hit. It's, it's worth the gamble, you know. I'll, I'll, I'll openly say that
1: for the 66%, like the passive DG, I'll pay 650 quid for it. Exactly. And even if it doesn't prove out, the snakes that I'm going to produce are still going to be amazing.
0: Yeah, and they're still going to be 100% double-het. Exactly. Oh, no, you're doing head to het aren't you? So they'll still be 66. Oh, that one, yeah, that one. But, but there will be 100% DG, which yeah. right now is, you know, invaluable, really. So...
1: Well, I just, I'm, I'm just doing it because i am i want to see what he or a chance to see what he actually is yeah in south africa if he did if he, if he if i don't get any visual clowns out of it i'm not going to be bothered he's he's still going to be making the flight over with me yeah um and then you know because he's an absolutely amazing example and, and that's what as soon as like as darren put up that he had a um a straight dg male six percent head clown and i was like I was like, I'm in a nine. I messaged him saying, are you going to be at Doncaster? And he's like, yeah, I'm going to be at Doncaster. And then I was like, geez, I, I wish there was pastel in there as well. He goes, oh, I've got a pastel one as well. I'll do that one for a like hundred quid more. I was like, yeah, I'll have that one. Um, but yeah, it, I, I'm really excited. Just it, like, it could be a complete flop, but it could be a, like, I'll never be so happy to see a pastel clown. If... Uh, if if i hatch one out
0: no would be so happy yeah yeah. I, I think that's what i say i think you know if, if you can't really lose really i mean you can but not yeah. not really you know you still it's, it's a visual dg so everything's still going to be 100 percent head dg um you know uh, and that's why i say if you put i think i'm going to do uh next year i'll do a similar one you know and i thought um worst case scenario, I've got a hundred percent double heads because I'm gonna put it to a visual clown. To visual DG to a visual clown. It's sixty six percent head clown. If it proves out, great. Yep. If it doesn't, I still got a hundred percent double heads. So yep. it's
1: if you enough rack space, you can keep back all of the
0: females. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, and you know, so to me and and the same for that, you know, I if it was if it was a hundred percent head, um, I'd be paying three times as much for it easy yeah. all day long so it's worth the gamble and that's why I say if you if you can obviously if you can afford to pay the extra for 100% great but it's sometimes it's worth it's worth the gamble so yeah. i think yeah right. so, some people get so worried about 66 percent and things like that and and i'm just like look if you don't have a lot of money to spend that i, I would i would say to you take the gamble because if yeah. it pays off, it you know you would laughing. You could bet it is a it, it is a, a a pretty you've got a pretty good chance of it proving out. Exactly, so, exactly. Well, it's it's that thing when you get into genetics and everything, and they say you know which is true. You know it it all of them could be het, or none of them could or, be het. Yeah, it's yeah. it's an odds thing, but. To be honest, there's people gambling on horses and things that have got a lot, a lot, a lot worse odds, <laughs> you know? So, you know, for a, for a gamble, it's not a bad one to make. And especially, like I say, if it's already visual for another recessive, really... And,
1: and, and that recessive being DG.
0: Exactly. So exactly. And that's the thing.
1: He looks pretty in a rub as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. it's 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 not going to be horrible to look at, is it? So... Um, yeah, I think, I, I think with the way that the market's going with the doubles and the triples and things like that, you know, you're going to have to make some of these gambles if you, you know, unless you've got huge sums of money to invest. Um, and if it pays off, like I said, you're laughing. So it's, it's, it's worth the gamble all day long. Um, so yeah. Um, so what, what racks you got? Have you got wild racks?
1: No, no, I've got rack attack.
0: Oh God! Yeah, oh, I thought they packed it in. Have they stopped no, now? No, no.
1: So, um, I'm actually really good friends with Mike, the owner. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually, uh, it, was, it was quite funny. The um, November 2019, I was vending at Donny, like selling the last of my chameleons. Uh, so that year's hatchlings, and then the last couple of grow ons I had. Um, and then at the end of the show, I was just walking around. Um, and then I went upstairs and he was tucked away in the corner and he had these. And I like, like the, the plan is, was always to emigrate to South Africa and they're completely flat packable. They push together. There's no screws, no glue. It just seemed like the perfect rack for me to chuck in a container one day and move away, knowing that it's going to go back the exact same way. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, he, you know, he's, he's, he was big into the, the snake hobby. Um, a good few years ago, he was under hurt part, um, and then he got out of it. And he, he loves to travel. Um, he, like he, he goes um, Southeast Asia, he goes over to America. Like at a drop of the hat, he just goes where where he wants to go. So he, he's an entrepreneur, but he, he like like he's he's just got to uh, you know he, he finds it hard to focus on one thing. He's got so much going through his head. But um, like you know, he wants to do this, he wants to do that, and he's, he's got a solid product here. Like, if you've ever seen one in the flesh, like it is, it is engineering brilliance. Like for something that is a glorified shelf. Yeah. It is. It is it, he he's just nailed it. Like even to the point that like obviously you've got the routed out bit in the bottom of the um, for the heat map, but then under that there's a further routed out bit where you put your probe. So the probe is actually underneath the heat mat, but it means it can't get knocked. It yeah, yeah, yeah. A very clever. It's a very clever system, and you can buy one level, or you can buy twenty levels. Yeah, like, and you, you do you do pay a premium for it. Like you, I think it's a hundred and thirty pounds for the base level, where you get your your actual level, and you get a top, and then after that, it's ninety nine pound a level. Okay, where you only need one top, and that goes at the top of your rack. So each level acts as the top for the next one yeah top one is just like the finishing off bit with the logo on and things like that but um, yeah I, I, I can't go wrong with it Like you can go wrong with him in my opinion like he, he's getting back into it um, he's currently doing the drawing for the um, he's right with me saying this uh, with the uh, FB5 rack okay um, or the LP5 is what's more commonly yeah used. yeah. Um, he's doing the um LP 40 LP 70 as well Oh, okay uh, so uh, yeah he, he's going to come back full steam ahead um, it's he's got his cad guy um, is um, got his own business so it's trying to fit in as well when this guy's available to like draw up uh, new programs and, and things like that but it is happening and uh, we are pushing for it to come out well the LP5 rack to come out before hatching the season hits. So anyone that does want um, a hatching rack, you know, go for it. But um, I like wild rack, you can't fault it. But for me, it was the same as, um, well, it was different to the Herpex ones because I wasn't happy with the white racks. Mm-hmm. I thought that if any rack was going to stain, it was going to be a white rack. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and if I was staying in the country, I, I would have probably looked at a melamine rack, but I couldn't lug one of those to the southern hemisphere. No. Um, so, yeah, these are absolutely perfect. And not just that, although you may get a few scratches on the side, if you really want it to look all neat and tidy, just get a hair dryer to it, heat up the side, and then wipe it, scratches come out. Oh, okay. It's a, and, and that's the thing, it's, um, it's 19 mil. Um, PVC, uh, which I think I, I don't know if it's was like 13 or 15 the uh, um, Herpex use, um, but that's obviously where the price goes, is because it's because a lot thicker uh, PVC, yeah. Uh, is you know, in it, has it, got more chance of standing the test of time, yeah. Uh, and yeah, absolutely brilliant rack, like I, I cannot fault it. I've loved it from day dot, it looks nice in the room. Um, it's expensive, but if you only have to buy th- uh, buy something once, it doesn't really matter, really, does it?
0: No. Uh, no. Uh,
1: that was nothing. I made mistakes with the chameleons. I wasn't. There's a company called Muji that make the best rack, the best um, screened enclosures in the whole of the, the chameleon uh, hobby. Uh, and he was. They're like two hundred fifty, three hundred pound an enclosure, like mm-hmm. aluminium framing and uh, like. And they've got like, you know, uh, drainage basins and things like that. And and for many years, I was like, why would I pay that when I could buy a chameleon and make my own cage? But the thing is, six years down the line, I had a whole room kitted out with bougies. So I still ended up buying them in the end. Yeah. But if bought them in the beginning. It wouldn't have been such a dent for me to buy, you know, 10 enclosures rather than I buy a new chameleon, I'll, I'll allocate that amount of money for an enclosure. Yeah. And that's the with Rack Attack is like if you like you know you've got your rack it could be fully stopped and you're like oh i want to buy this snake i need to buy a level at the same time and that level you could uh, you could keep the lid on the rub and you put that in the house for a quarantine rack, and then when it's reached uh, when it's out of quarantine you bring the whole level in snap it to the top of your current rack yeah 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 like it's um yeah it's, it's a brilliant bit of kit
0: yeah, I, I, I just thought he'd packed it in. I bought some tub dividers from him, like, yeah. years ago. And I and around then, I remember, like, messaging him. And I think he was, like, a bit funny about it. And he was a bit like, oh, I'm not really doing it much anymore and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but,
1: yeah I know, you know, life gets in the way, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. And, and, like, that, that is the thing. I think it would be different if he was if he was still invested in the hobby. Because, I, I, like, every time I chat to him, like... I get him really excited about the reptile. Because he doesn't see, he, he doesn't follow anything. He, yeah. He's there to make the product. Yeah. And I, th- I think that's why, like, obviously, I'm not knocking the Wild Racks products. I think it's an amazing rack. Like, I've been around to Dowry's and seen his that are donkey's years old. And they still mm. stood the tip of time. But I think the way that they're going to go far in this is because they're so invested in the pop and they love it. Yeah. And I think that's why they're going to do so well in this, is because you know they, they are, they, well, they already
0: are. Like they're a household name. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what they've been um tried for a year, if that. Yeah, it hasn't been that long. Yeah, yeah, it hasn't been that long. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I've I've seen, I've seen. I don't have any wild racks, but I've seen wild racks, and um, yeah, they're great. Yeah. You know, and they've got so many different products. I think that's really what makes a big difference, because. Yeah. Um, you know, some of them, the you know, they only have like a few different sizes or something like that, but they do so many different racks. It's um, you know, it's it's really good. Um, you know, uh, it's just because I think I said it before. It's just because, because you've got. So what have you got? Have you you've got a shed?
1: Yeah, I've got a converted. Um, it's a Dutch barn shed, so it's the ones where the the roof it, it pitches once and then it pitches further in. Oh okay. I've got, I've got a pretty shed, but it's only an 8 by 8 It's a, a tiny little shed, but I, I've, I've built it during COVID. I was the only person in here until last year, and then um, I had people start coming around to buy snakes. I realised it was a bit cramped when there was an extra body in here. Yeah, yeah. The missus never comes in here. She comes from South Africa. She's scared shitless of snakes. Oh, okay. <laughs> but no, she's, she's alright, actually. She actually thought a boomslang was a harmless tree snake <laughs> because in afrikaans it actually translates to tree snake boom slang tree snake so yeah, yeah so it's someone that grew up in a country that you know has got the world's like some of the world's most venomous snakes yeah yeah it, it, you'd think that they'd be more clued up on it all but um yeah so <laughs>
0: yeah it's just literally i i think i said it before because if we've got because obviously I've got a room and it, it's like heated all the time and the humidity is quite high and I just worried about melamine uh in there so um that's the only reason why i i just yeah for me i i, I don't think it would suit my room but um um but yeah i, I think they well, i say I think they're a great project uh product especially if you've got them in your house uh if I had them in my house I would have wild racks probably yeah
1: uh, is the issue with and it's the same with these it's closed in racks um obviously they do retain a lot of humidity um so i like i find if they, if i start getting condensation on the top of the tubs i use uh plastic shims and i pull out the tub a little bit put a shim underneath it just brings a little bit more airflow in there dries that dries out the yeah tub a bit. but i think if you've got a reptile room um or, like, you know, like a set not even in your house because you don't want a room in your house to be so humid, yeah. But if you've got a converted garage or shed, I would go for an open sided rack, yeah. Uh, so, but um, in a house, I think you know, a wild racks or a rack attack or a herpex is spot on because yeah. you know, yeah, it's same good for that, yeah.
0: Same, I think it's I think it's perfect. I think, yeah, because you know, LP rack and things like that, if I had that in my house, I'd. I, I don't think it would work very well, but in the shed it works perfectly. So
1: I don't. I think rack. I think uh, obviously an LP would probably run better in my shed or or or, or what have you. But I think just you just learn to adapt. and You just learn its quirks. Yeah. Yeah. So, but obviously I use cocoa husk. I, I prefer it than paper towels. I'd much rather spot clean every day than you know. Like, change paper. Yeah. My my first season last year, I put all my babies on on paper, and what I was finding is I'd change them, I'd go out of the room, I'd come back in the evening, and they'd mark their territory. Yeah. 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 And uh, it's not good to constantly be changing up and change up enough. I like to have a clean room. I don't, if I come into a room and it it smells like piss, I want to get out of it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I love about um, Husk. Yeah. Um, that's why I think you just got to learn how to make up your own husk to whatever rack you're using. Um, if you're using an LP, you could have it, you know, pretty much dripping and wet. And in a few days, it's going to dry, dry. out, yeah. Uh, I think you've got to pretty much make it up dry if you've got one of the solid racks. Yeah. And it's all it's all doable. It's just you've got to um, see what works for you and your rack.
0: Yeah, that's true. All right, so um, are you are you breeding now?
1: Yeah, yeah um i've got two pairings going currently today i've got the um entry leopard clown male that i produced last season going to the spotnose nose head clown female um i want to make an entry batman to take with me yeah um and then i've got the um pastel dg 66% head clown going to the lesser head clown today so nice um, yeah but i've, I've got um I've got two snakes in. Uh, They've just had their prelay. So the firehead clown girl, that bred for me last season, she's gone into her prelay. She's got about 15 days until she lays. And then um, I'm really worried about. I've got a. I've got a pinstripe. Uh, I've got a pinstripe clown female that I bought from Ham in 2018, 2019, and. I looked at it at the beginning of the day. I was like, "That's nice," and I looked down at, at the end of the day, and that's why I usually find it at hand. People knock off their prices, and I picked up this pinstripe clown female for 190 euros. Wow! Um, obviously, like pinstripe and clown, it, it was nothing back there. It was only when Justin bought out, you know, the the pin clown combos that people stopped liking it. But I got home and I, I researched the um, the breeder, and it's uh, Newton Reptiles. Yeah. Yeah, our Mandarin. Yeah. I was going through his, his Facebook page, and I uh, was going through pictures. And I, was, I saw like my uh, pinstripe clown on there, um, exact same markings. And I think with especially with such a busy um, pattern like pinstriping clown, they they have got their own fingerprint, haven't they? Like it is unique to yeah. them. Like so many different. Like mine's got looks like an outline of sunglasses on there. It's got <laughs> um, an M with a dot in it in this specific location. And in the clutch, um, and it was the same time frame, so it's, it's definitely mine. Um, and it was a um, it was a pairing with VPI's anti-clowns. Oh, okay. And, uh, and he hatched VPI's anti-clowns in this clutch, in the clutch picture. Um, and I, I messaged him, and I was like, is it? Is it um, HEP-VPI? was like, no, no, it's not HEP-VPI. And every single person I've showed the picture, I've showed it to Darren Hughes, I've showed it to Eric, I've showed... I've shown it to so many people because I always like to get other people's opinions. And I'll show you it afterwards. Um, they're saying that is the exact same animal. So, what he's put on his Facebook page, if that, is, like, you know, if his caption is correct, and obviously there's his anti clowns in the clutch. Yeah. the Um, But I spoke to Eric about it, and he was saying that a lot of people, they, they don't want to sit on certain snakes with a high price price tag of, say pinstripe clown hep vpi that may take ages to sell so they'll knock the price off but won't tell you about the hep so it, it means that it's like the way he explained it to me it kind of made a bit of sense obviously you know it would really dishearten me if i was sending such a powerful animal for 190 euros yeah but it is definitely that one snake in that picture like 100% so i've got a leopard um, double hep vpi clown yeah uh, that I got off of Tomek at Reptile Hill. Yeah, he's just picked a few animals from uh, Justin, and he, he's got some.
0: He's got some lovely stuff over there. Like, he, he's near you. He's uh, pomp. He, he's pompy. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like, he's got some amazing
1: stuff. But I've done that pairing, and you know, even if I get myself a lion clown out of it, like a, a leopard pinstripe clown, I'll be happy with that. Yeah. I'll be even more happy if I just see an azanti pop out. Of it. Yeah. Yeah. I bet. Yeah. But, um, I've, I've had some, uh, like, even like the lesser, like, I, was, uh, I wasn't I planning on spending anything at like a 2018 Donny show, and I went to a table, and they had what was marked as a lesser head clown female, and it was marked down and down and down, it was like 35 quid at the end of the day, and I just went, I went over to, uh, Gavin at Bullshue, and I just, I, I can't even remember the breeders name that I got it from, but I just pointed out, I go, are they, those guys over there, like, pretty ripped, like? yeah yeah they, like, they're good people oh, 35 quid for a female if it doesn't prove out you know it's, it's a nice female and yeah oh it was our first season last year and i got out my um lesser entry clown female so it was uh that was probably the the, the uh the best bargain that yeah um so yeah I, I think that's that's the thing with with shows is you like obviously you have got your your downfalls of like you know RIs and and mites and things like that you can come across but you know you could get that in a courier run couldn't you? Um, you well, you hear the horror stories of it happening in a courier run. You hope that the courier checks over your snake beforehand. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, you can really pick up some like awesome stuff that shows like like you know worthwhile impulse buys. Um, don't just you know pick up a snake because it's there like. If 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 it's useful to you in the long term, yeah, you know, it's it's awesome, and and that was that was the thing. Like with the pinstripe clown, it was more the fact that I was looking at it as a you know just a visual clown female for 190 euros. Yeah, to have the pinstripe tacked onto it was a bonus.
0: Yeah, it's a bit of a thing now. Like literally, I I I'm really starting to like pinstripe clowns. (laughs) I think they um. They Could make a bit of a resurgence because it's pinstripes like always one of those genes that is like least favorite, so it's
1: dominant, isn't it? It, it yeah, backs really out the pattern. It, it, it's really cool, the patterning, um, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it really does whack out the patterning. But it does remind me, it's, it's very similar to like monsoon in that sense.
0: I know, yeah, it,
1: it's the fact that it is, it's, it's not a subtle gene, is it? It whacks out absolutely, yeah, every, every, yeah it's, I love what it does with leopard, Um, yeah. Because it just makes like a single pinstripe going down the dorsal. Um, It's very similar to like like a spider clown, like you know the the jaggedy one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. One stripe going down, but and that's what what I like about pinstripe. It it does remind me quite a lot of spider in that sense, without the wobble. Yeah, it is a very out there pattern. Yeah, Uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing where it takes me with the old pinstripe
0: clowns and chuck it into dg like pinstripe dg like yeah i I think that's the thing people forget that pinstripe can actually work really well with certain jeans you know it works really well with dg it works really well with ultramel uh i assume it's probably going to work really well with monarch i don't know if i've seen it but you know um albino um pied yeah um like i said clown um, you know, it actually, considering it gets so much hate, yeah. it actually works really well with so many recessives that it, really it, it actually shouldn't get as much hate as it does. Um, no. I think it's just because it is so dominant. Yeah, 100%. You know, it overpowers so many genes. Um a very
1: pet shop animal as well, isn't it? Like yeah. It's been by itself. Yeah. That connotation to it as well, like that negative connotation to it. Yeah. Um, Which I think, uh, like, you know, it's a a bad thing, it's got it, doesn't deserve that. Um, to be honest, in in all honesty, I don't know if I until I saw a a pastel DJ, a a pinstripe DG, I probably would have overlooked pinstripe if it wasn't in my clown female. Mm -hmm. Uh, But but, you know, I'm happy I got it, and you know, if if she proves out V is Xanthic, you know, yeah.
0: I really hope that Oh yeah, uh, I forgot ASANTHIC as well. Yeah, it works well with ASANTHIC as well. You know, it's that's the thing, for a gene for a code you know, you think how many popular codons there are that don't work well with so many you know, sort of thing, you know. So really I think it's got a bit of a bad press, really. Um maybe it's just because like you said it's a pet shop animal, it's we've seen so many pinstripes yeah. that uh but I don't know. I, I I think it gets a bad press. It's a good I think it's a nice gene. So, yeah. um, right. I go into the five questions.
1: Yeah,
0: sounds good. Okay. All time favorite combo.
1: All time, all time favorite combo. I think it, there's there's two in the sense that when I started out, at banana clown, and it's still it's still there for me. But okay, banana clown as up to five hundred grams. Over five hundred grams, I'd say the Pompeii. I think, visually, I think the Pompeii is an amazing adult. I saw, like, Miguel got his out of the tub in one of his latest videos. And he just looks absolutely, absolutely stunning, like, over a kilo.
0: Yeah. 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 I think that's the thing. Clowns don't generally age that well. Yeah. The Pompeii's are, you know. So, yeah. it's it's finding that, you know, without adding in another recessive, finding a codon root that ages well is kind of the Holy Grail for clown, isn't it? Yeah. Um. Okay. Favorite breeder.
1: Favorite breeder. I'll, I'll probably say Darren Stairs.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: More, more, the fact that it's like as as MJ, if MJ was interviewing him. He's the least flexing person in the whole industry. And like, I, I haven't been to his collection yet, but it just seems like he's got everything. Like, I, I, like, I, not even Darren Hughes knows everything that he's got. Um, like when I was, I was talking to Darren, and he was saying
0: he wanted to make this snake. He goes, oh I've got one of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, yeah, he is—he is the uh, the hobby's best kept, kept secret. I think. Yeah, uh, he's quiet, and that. Yeah, that's
1: why Um, as I went down wor- you need to worry about him. he's
0: uh. Yeah, yeah. I did because yeah because I went down uh with Dan and uh, Jordan and um we went through like his tubs and everything and i did a quick the thing is we spent so much time going through his tubs that by the time i actually recorded anything with him it was really quick <laughs> so all, we're running out of time here that's the thing you know because you can you you could spend all day down there and still walk away and go oh, i didn't ask him about that or i didn't ask him about that you know yeah he's got he's got some amazing stuff amazing stuff
1: yeah i've got to get down there before i, I leave
0: yeah yeah, right. you got to pick one, clown or pied, I guess. No, yeah, obviously, I know which one that was going to be. Uh, sunset or monsoon?
1: I'd say sunset.
0: Oh, okay. See, everyone's... Oh, I've only got one one for monsoon. Clown.
1: In DG, it needs DG. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's what I said. I'm waiting for the sunset DG. I want to see what it does. Uh, okay, money, no object.
1: Um, on the piggyback of the last question, I'd probably say... The biggest female monsoon I could get my hands on. Purely the fact that if whatever I, all of the heads that I could create with that, I could buy it any other snake that I needed.
0: True. True.
1: Especially okay, or, you know, like sending them over from South Africa. Like, um, I, th- I think that's a, a good snake to have so you could get a gateway into, uh, like, everything. Or, but, you know, it, it's either that or. You know,
0: the uh V-Pies and thick DG
1: clown. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That thing was sick. <laughs> that's not. Uh, that's only like ten years away from me making that. So. Well, yeah, not long, yeah. not long. Uh, yeah, and you got to hit the odds. That's the only problem as well, isn't it? Unless you get, uh, it, unless I'm you right. can narrow those odds. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the problem. It's the, that's the thing, isn't it? Even when you saw that with Justin, it wasn't. Triple to triple head, It was clown to clown. Yeah. Uh, you know, so it's oh, you know, it, it, that's the thing. You've got to kind of narrow those odds. Um. So yeah, it's like when he did that. Uh, what was the most recent one? The uh, DG clown pied that he showed that he hatched, and then he said, "Oh, it's a hundred percent hit for hypo as well." Yeah. So he's already, <laughs> you know, what I mean? he's already nearly there.
1: See that's the amazing thing. Like saying that, I'll probably end up taking monsoon back purely the fact that uh, you've got either, you know, or like the, the holy grail, like right? the mm. uh, dream, uh, pound dreamsicle. Right? The way that I look when you've got multiple visual recessives in one snake, it's like say if you've got a, a visual three, uh, a three visual recessive, that's three snakes in one, isn't it? Like you could do, you could if you had that in May, you could put you could put that three different ways. That's it. Yeah. Right? And that's... So yeah, that's uh.
0: Yeah, either the uh the Holy Grail or the uh, DG uh, uh, DG clown. Yeah, yeah. So do you? I was going to ask you. Do you not like pied?
1: I love it in Dream School.
0: Okay, but you don't like I clown think... pieds. No. Oh, okay. No. Well, someone? Think... Someone who likes clown. That's surprising. A, a
1: zero, a, a zero white clown pied. I think would
0: be amazing. <laughs> that's a clown. <laughs>
1: yeah yeah and,
0: yeah yeah but yeah
1: it's just the head's cool yeah and the head's, but and I, I think it, the contrast that's why i love the drinks school so much it is the most eye-catching snake i think you can make and that's like holy grail i, I, I was looking at the holy grail again today um it's just an amazing
0: looking snake yeah 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 it is yeah I think it's just um, I've noticed recently, dream schools are dropping quick. They,
1: they
0: are. Um, I can't remember what it was. I saw Justin put one up uh, for sale like a week ago or two weeks ago or something like that, and it was way way cheaper than what I thought it would be. I think it was it worked out to be something like thirteen hundred pounds or something like that, really, which I was sure. shocked at because I I just I you know I might be wrong, but I'm sure it was around that sort of price. And I was shocked because you know of how popular dream schools are. I'm just surprised how quickly they're dropping in value.
1: Well, if I can, if I can do a trade with anyone, um, whatever I produce this year for a dream school female, I'll take it all day long because I would like to just put my DG mail to it and then make triple head post clown. Yeah, um, yeah. And, 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 and I, I, yeah, I, I, dream school. I think it's absolutely amazing. Yeah, it is, it is. It hopefully will keep the orange.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I was going to say, I mean, anything like... I mean, it's it's a sort of debate, isn't it? Which which one in that albino holds the colour the best? I think um, candy is kind of, possibly... Yeah. But then people are saying that candinos are actually age better than candies, pure candies or something. So I don't know, but um, I'm not...
1: That be brilliant.
0: Yeah, I, I'm okay. not... Um, I'm not really in the sort of albino sort of project, so. One, um, so if I but I'd get a dream
1: school female and, and take that with me, hopefully an inception.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, I I mean I I really like the Grails, the the lavender clowns. Um, yeah. they're really really nice. Um, but again, like I, I've seen Justin selling like you know clown Hep. Hundred percent out lavenders, and they're not that expensive. You know, they. Um, so it's not. You know, if you're into that project, it's actually not a ridiculously expensive right. project to get into. Um, but I do think they're really, really nice. So, right, cheers for coming on, buddy. No worries. Thanks for having me on my first podcast.
1: I've really enjoyed
0: myself. Yeah. No, it's great. Thanks for that.